Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Something Businessy podcast. It's Franny here. And before we dive into today's episode, I have a question for you. When you go to write content for your brand, do you have a clear brand voice that you know exactly how to speak from? Or are you writing in a way that sounds professional, maybe a little chat GPT-ish, or just like a lawyer or somebody boring wrote it? Sorry, lawyers, I'm not saying you're boring, but you know, the writing. We want to have a little more fun with our content. We want to insert that personality, that brand voice into every single piece of content, every email, every Instagram post, every podcast, all of the things that we do. So we made you a super fun brand persona quiz that will help get you started. And just by taking the quiz, you're going to learn something about yourself and your brand voice that maybe you didn't realize before. Then you're instantly going to get all kinds of awesome insights with a downloadable PDF guide that is custom to your results. Now, this quiz has been a huge hit for us for the past couple of years, but we just gave it a total makeover. So even if you've already taken it before, you're going to enjoy giving it another whirl. So pop on over to ampersand-studios.com slash quiz and click start. All right, let's dive back into our topic for today. We believe that there's always a better way to do things. There's always a better way to talk to your clients. There's always a better way to talk to your employees. There's always a better way to work together. Welcome to the Something Businessy Podcast. I'm Franny. And I'm Nicole. And we are stoked to be your brand coaches and business besties. We started Ampersand Studios in 2009, and we've learned a few things. Over the years, we've made lots of mistakes, but celebrated a few big wins too. We build brands by helping small business owners unapologetically settle into their voice and visuals so that they can create meaningful content that attracts the type of client and work that lights them up. We designed this podcast to be your place to come every single week to get an honest and candid dose of inspiration, step-by-step actionable workshops, crazy stories, random thoughts, and our take-it-or-leave-it approach to business. So get in. We never know where this is going to go, but we promise to at least talk about something businessy. Hi, welcome to the Something Businessy podcast. This is Courtney. I am the director of operations for Ampersand Studios, and I wanted to hop on today to talk a little bit about something that I am seeing a lot online. And particularly, I'm seeing this on LinkedIn and more business-facing platforms. So there's this graphic circulating, and I'm sure if you've been on LinkedIn for any amount of time, you've already seen it. But this graphic is floating around that says people don't quit their jobs, they quit their manager. And that really got me thinking today because company culture is so huge for Ampersand. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why company culture is really important, and we'll we'll hit on that here in a minute. But as leaders, it's really important for us to set the tone for the company. What we put into the company is what we're going to get out. Anybody who's listening that has um, has a team will know that growing a team and having a team to manage and take care of is it can be really difficult. So first, we want to talk about who creates this company culture. It's the leaders. That's it. Plain and simple. Leaders are the reason, the biggest reason why company cultures are going down the drain or being built up to be something beautiful. Um, Us as leaders, Franny, Nicole, and myself, we are actively trying to create this company culture and and keep up with our company values. And that's something that's really important to us. Every new employee gets 
the opportunity to sit down with either Franny or Nicole or sometimes even both of them and go over the company vision and culture. There's actually, they put together an entire little presentation and booklet on this for onboarding employees. But it's basically a welcome to the family. And that's the first thing. We consider each other family. Plain and simple, we are the Amper fam. When we hire someone, we're inviting you into our family. The first page is about our values, and it literally says we are human first and a company second, which already sets the tone for who we are and what we're trying to accomplish. We're trying to accomplish a workplace where everyone feels valued and we're happy within so we can spread happiness to our clients. So our values are fun, integrity, efficiency, curiosity, and innovation. I would highly suggest, if you haven't done it already, to sit down and create um, company vision and values so that everyone on your team can be on the same page. There's so many little little things that we try to do and we try to implement within our company to make sure that our our team is so happy. Um, now, again, we're not perfect. There's always more to do, which is why innovation is part of our culture as well. Because we believe that there's always a better way to do things. There's always a better way to talk to your clients. There's always a better way to talk to your employees. There's always a better way to work together. We'll get into a couple of things that we do to make sure that our team is aligned on our values. But I wanted to talk a little bit about why healthy company culture is so important. Of course, we want everyone to be happy. That's a no-brainer. That's not what I want to touch on. I'm going to touch on kind of some of the less obvious or at least less obvious to most as to why company culture is so important. And it's that turnover is really expensive. If you don't have good company culture, chances are you're going to have a lot of turnover. And that is so spendy. (laughs) As small businesses, we don't have a lot of money to just kind of throw out and to waste. So we really are, at Ampersand at least, we're really mindful and intentional about who we hire and if they fit our company vision. Okay, so after doing a little Googling, honestly, I read about six or seven articles, and from all of those articles, I got a different number of how much it actually costs to hire and train someone. So um, it, it ranges anywhere from $1,200 to like $4,600 on average. But for us at Ampersand, it's a lot more. We have this big, beautiful, creative space, and that costs money. So we have admin time, my time for setting up the contracts and the employment agreements and getting payroll stuff set up to um, getting their computers set up, making sure they have all of the programs they need to be successful. That's just admin time. And that's my time and their time. There's also cost of the supplies, the computers, the microphones, whatever they need to do their job. 
And then, of course, the training costs. So you are paying someone to train that person and you're paying the trainee. So there are so many costs that come with hiring someone that turnover is just going to be like shelling out money. So if you have good company culture, turnover is inevitably going to be much lower and save you money in the long run. Another reason why company culture is so important is creativity and productivity. People who do not like their job are going to be less creative because they have less passion. They have they have less of a drive to give something of themselves. It's also it's hand in hand with productivity. So they're going to be less productive, they're going to be less creative, and it also creates a super toxic work environment. So think about it. It is kind of the compound effect, right? So you have a group of 10 people that are on your team and one of them is wildly unhappy. They cannot, for whatever reason, be positive. They are then spreading that toxicity or negativity to the rest of the team. So you had you used to have one person who is upset with their job and now you have a bunch of people who have they've been hearing a lot of negative things and now they're unhappy with their jobs so turnover again being the expensive part so bad company culture is just it's so expensive and it's so toxic and really it doesn't lead to the best result for your client at the end of the day so what do we do at ampersand we've grown so much We've grown so much in the last year, and there have been a few things that I have personally used to help me be the manager that I want to be. And the first one is I sat down and I wrote down everything that I liked and disliked about past leaders, Um, so old managers or coaches or authority figures. I wrote down all of the things and all of the ways that they made me feel When they told me to do something or to be a certain way or whatever it might be, I wrote down all of the things that I remembered because if I remembered them, I've been with Ampersand for a hot minute now, and if I remembered them from when I was little or my first jobs or whatever it may be, that stuck with me. I've been in the workforce for 14, 15 years now, and I honestly can say the list of things that I didn't like about uh, or ways that I was treated or about my bosses, ways that they acted or reacted to things, that list was so much longer than the things that I liked. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to make sure that I never made my staff or my team feel like the way that I felt from my negative list. I never wanted to do those things. I wanted to do the things that I remembered that I liked. So I learned from from those people that I didn't agree with or I did agree with. And I think using that method will really open your eyes to, oh my gosh, I've totally done the thing that I absolutely hated from my volleyball coach or, oh, my parents used to do this thing that absolutely drove me insane and I'm doing that to my staff and my staff must think XYZ. So 
sit down and really do that deep, deep work of remembering your past and the way people made you feel work or in a team setting, whatever it is, um, I would write it down and kind of do the, I want to do this. I don't want to do this columns. Another thing that I do is I, I check in with my team. I check in with them every month and I always ask the same three questions. Sometimes I add on to it. I also open the floor for if any of our team members really need to talk about anything, if they're having any issues at home or problems with their position. Um, I also open the floor to see how they want to grow in their positions or how they want to grow within the company. So the three questions that I always ask how is the company culture? How is your workload? And do you have everything you need to be successful in your position? Now, again, I open the floor for other things. I talk a lot about the future with our team and where they like to see themselves. With us having grown so fast, at some point, the girls that we have on the team right now will probably be department heads as we continue to grow. And so what that means to me is that I need to set the expectation of what I want them to do as department heads eventually. And a lot of our girls are actually really interested in moving into those leadership positions. So I'm right now, I'm working with our team members to ensure that they have the tools they need, not just for their current jobs, but moving into positions of management at some point. Whether it's with our company or not, it's really important for them to have those tools. And I am investing time with them every month to make sure that they are able to reach those goals. Another thing that I do is I listen and I pivot. I listen. Now, that's something I don't feel like I got from a lot of past jobs is, yes, I may have had check-ins, but I didn't actually necessarily feel heard. So part of what I do is I'm the one sitting down and doing check-ins with with our girls. And after our check-ins, I type up notes in an email and I send it to Franny, Nicole, and to the person that I checked in with. Everyone gets the same set of notes. We're all on the same page. And if there are action items, things that need to be done from that conversation, you know, uh, supplies that need to be ordered, um, any ideas for innovation, anything like that, we have it documented and everyone's on the same page. At the end of each one of those emails, I say, hey, so-and-so, whoever I had that check-in with, if I missed anything, please reply to this email. Please let me know. We want to make sure we're all on the same page. Boom. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's happy. Of course, if a team member wants to keep something confidential, you do that. But making sure that you're listening and actually taking action on what they're saying, it's so important. As far as pivoting goes, so I said listen and pivot. Pivoting could be, oh my gosh, Courtney, I I love that you've given me this role. Um, I'm very thankful, but I don't enjoy doing this work. Okay, 
We want to make sure everyone has the position and is in a role that excites them. Again, going back to why company culture is really important, it's it's unhappy employees have lower creativity and lower productivity. We cannot have that. We are such a busy growing company that we need creative and productive employees. Now with that, it may not be an immediate change. Okay, take one of our team members is is really wanting to move into a different department. So we what we did is we um it's not even necessarily a different department. It's a different role within her department. And what she wants to do is she wants to learn and grow to get to this other position throughout the year. We're going to be working with her all year long to make sure that she can get exactly where she wants to be in her department because it's that important to us. We really value each of our team members. And if that means moving people around, putting people in different seats, um, within the organization, then that's worth it to us. That is where we want to be. That's our sweet spot. So that is the pivoting portion. Pivoting can often be hard and and it doesn't always have to mean that you as the manager takes on more. Um, just because one person isn't super excited about an aspect of their job doesn't mean that someone else on the team wouldn't absolutely kill for that opportunity. And the last thing that we want to make sure that we do is have fun. I mean, who doesn't want to have fun? No one goes into work and says, "I the last thing I want to do today is have fun. I hate having fun. Everyone wants fun. So we always start our meetings with fun topics. Um, we meet on Mondays, so a lot of times it's how is your weekend we also have a thread on Instagram that we send each other reels. So we talk about silly things like reels and Instagram, things that we saw on Instagram, whatever, celebrity gossip, whatever. We always start with something fun at our meetings. And we also use that opportunity to give each other high fives. So we praise each other for doing an awesome job the week before. We have optional hangouts outside of work. In fact, earlier this week, we decided that we wanted to go and do um, a top golf amper, amper fam little gathering. And so a handful of us went and played top golf with our significant others and we spent time together. We got to know each other um, a little bit deeper, a little bit better outside of work. And we do things like that pretty frequently or we'll go have a happy hour after work, whatever it might be. And we have a lot of fun. I think that's one of the, the key things to running a successful business is having fun and making sure your employees are having fun and letting your employees grow with the company and within the company. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that you got some fun snippets. Let me know if you have any questions. Go ahead and send us a DM at something businessy on Instagram. Or send us an email at hello at ampersand-studios.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Something Businessy podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for links and mentions. 
And it would mean the world to us if you'd take a second to leave a review wherever you're listening today and share this episode with someone businessy. We'd love to hang out with you more. So please come say hi to us on Instagram at something businessy.